G'day punters, welcome back to the Loose Head and Feed. It's all happening here, the tension, the drum, the buzz, the crowd, the atmosphere. We are back, would you believe it, because I can't, for episode four. Um, I'm Andrew Toots Noon. You'd be used to hearing Dicko taking the reins early on, but uh, he's already taken some annual leave four weeks into the podcast, which is um, pretty rich if you ask me. But when you're a recent retired pro punter, I guess you can do whatever you want. So joining me in the con box this week, I've got the incumbent AJ Wardrop and next to him for what might be a permanent gig. Pretty excited about that is uh, BK Clark. Was Kenny, welcome back. Was I'll start with you, mate. How are you? How's the week been? Go toots, go boys, go listeners, go punters. Uh, it's been good, mate. Uh, fairly relaxed. A lot of sport, a lot of action going on at the moment. Uh, hopefully the weather gods can, you know, give us something over the next week and a bit and we can get back out there and out of our houses. But, uh, yeah, no, up and about, mate. Looking forward to the uh, the show and uh, looking forward to a uh, big week of sport ahead. Yeah, Kenny, my boy. How are you? Standing ease. Dicko, he's called for the runner. Thank you, boys. Thank you for inviting me back. Well, yeah, if you're going to be invited back, it's with this weekend sport with the F1 Grand Prix, the US Masters. You got Turbo out for Manly. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. It is all happening. Speaking of all happening, have a go at the checks on him, Andy. (laughs) They are cherry Uh ripe, considering the amount of sun we've had in Sydney over the last week. It's a bit sunny down here, Miami. Diamond Bays, the sun's been out shining in God's country. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> Tell you what, if you're a punter in the yard and you saw Kenny in the mountain yard, you could see the big sweat marks is rolling in. <laughs> avoid, avoid. <laughs> the odds are drifting. Odds are drifting. <laughs> oh, and Kenny, oh, your swans got brought back down a peg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think in hindsight, you look back. The week two was huge for them. That win that they got against the Cats, they had to have been a bit flat. They looked tired to mind the first half. They looked tired, flat. Mm. Um, the fact they only just lost, and I don't know if this is on the run sheet, and we want to mention the umpire free kick count. Hung a little bait out there. Mark. Look at him. He's taken it. He has just grabbed it. Yes. But yeah, yes. no. It was, yeah. I, yeah, disappointing, but I, I wouldn't read much into it. They need to freshen up. They'll bounce back against a, uh, a formidable North Melbourne side. So <laughs> I think it'll be, it'll be a belter on it's, Saturday. Uh, it's not a matter of the, who, it's a matter of by how much, I think. The old uh, North only just lost on the weekend, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> only by 100 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Any punters out there that do go for North Melbourne and listening to this show, <laughs> tune out now. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit, com- it's a bit comparable to when Digo used to coach us. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the uh, the chief or the Indians that's to blame there, but oh shit, yeah, they're in a dire straits, old North Melbourne, aren't they? Hundred point loss, and then coming up against the uh, the Swanee. So we'll see how that goes. How about our uh, how about a red hot start to the show week one? Our multi, the loose head and feed multi. Got up, trumps, and then the last two weeks we've had a couple of duds. Uh, what about this weekend just gone in sport? We got gypped again. What surprised you the most, Andy? Any uh, any surprises coming out of the weekend for you? Mate, I'm, I'm actually a bit filthy and, and credit to you for, for sticking with the Roosters last week. I do owe you a, a box of Kinta off the back of it. But, um, oh, the great lag. I, I was very disappointed by the, uh, the effort that the Cowboys put up at home, uh, 
they've obviously cost me a bit of hard earned this week, but um, <laughs> we go again. But um, no, a few surprises over the weekend. Um, very, very, very stiff in the old uh, below the belly region for the mighty Sharkies. Another, another huge win, um, and they just seem to be getting better and better as the weeks go on. Um, yeah, they got the Tigers this week. Who I don't know. I'm, I'm actually a bit nervous about this one because Tigers are massively due. You know, Madge McGuire is under huge pressure. The Sharks are at home, and hopefully the weather does hold out, and we we can get a, a you know Sunday four o'clock game down at the Shark Tank rocking. So uh, a few other things that came up to mind, like uh, I'm storm jumping on board, again. boys. I'm jumping oh, on Kenny. Kenny, welcome. Got the Sharks the Shark bandwagon. Have you cut the tags off yet? Yeah, the Bronx can piss off. <laughs> Don't, just wait, the sharks. Just wait until we see what happens on the weekend before you put the tags. The Sharks, they do have form. Oh, maybe I've kissed it. He's oh, kissed them again. Oh, the kiss the Kenny kiss is there. Just Kenny a bit Kenny kiss. <laughs> but no, I thought Storm Storm again, you know, quite impressive, holding the Bulldogs to, to nil. Um, Deal of dire straits at the dogs at the moment. They've chopped and chained in halfbacks like I are, uh, chopping chained down these throughout the week. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, oh. Andy. It's uh it's plenty plenty going on uh, this week. But you know, I thought you know, Penrith again just you know, held their own against Seas and I think it's it's no uh no surprise lads that, you know, top of the table, um, AFL and NRL, um, both premiers are uh, haven't lost the game yet. So Absolutely. What surprised you, uh, Kenny over the weekend, mate? Anything pop out uh, your well my disappointment was Got two teams. One, Port Adelaide. Just we've all talked about them being the premiers in that group. They haven't won a prelim, and for me, the, the wheels have fallen off. Everyone's out for sacking the coach. So, oh. and Crows, you know, Crows are a young side. So for them to knock them over, um, in a showdown, cracking, cracking finish that game. Cracking oh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't ever. Um, the other great game, which I've I'm not like a, I'm not a fan of both clubs, but when it was halfway through third quarter, and I was watching the Pies John game, and Joel Selwood got tackled holding the ball thirty out in his own fifty, and I thought, you old bastard, give it away! <laughs> I don't, you're, you're longest string any of the runner, and it was the dead set best kiss I've ever done. Because this captain came out and single-handedly won them the game, didn't he? Like last quarter, he got to every single contest and I think Pice kicked maybe a point in the last quarter. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, yeah, that was, for me, that was a standout win, Um, yeah, which is impressive. Tell you what, boys, our our Navy Blues just going under the radar a bit, just up and about, another victory, 3-0. Oh. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I did tip the Hawks. Yeah, regrettable. So who they got? Who they? Oh, they got the Suns this week. Yeah. So dare I say four and zero? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> we'll touch on that in a little bit later on in the <laughs> AFL segment. That's a good start from the lads. A good solid opening stand. We've taken the shine off the ball. We're going to have a quick drinks break. We'll be right back to talk round four of the AFL, preview the games, and try and find you a winner. Sit tight.
Welcome back, listen feed. You got Toots, Wass, and Kenny here today. Dicko on standby, potentially coming in from Noosa. Doubt it, though, a lot of doubt. Uh, annual leave early, week four. Uh, I can't believe it either. We move into the AFL, so round four. Round four. Round four. Yep. It's uh, the boys and the men are just starting to separate a little, aren't they? We've got. Some uh, surprising results last week and then a couple of sickening results against us in our multi. What do you think, lads? What do you start with you? A little wrap of the week. What do you think? Oh, I thought, yeah, Swan's very stiff, especially, you know, to cover the start. Um, I thought, well, very hard done by. Um, and we came close with our multi and, um, yeah, it was, it was hard to watch, to be honest. I think the, the Muppets in the yellow really – Served it up to us, but you know, we go again. We go again. Um, That's the beauty of it. Oh, mate, I'm I'm a bit up and about about the the youth and the excitement around the Blues, and I hope they can continue because you know they're they're kind of like the Sharks, like long suffering hanger oners of fans, and and you know they've been through absolute heartache and and you know the really low low times of of a club and going into probably administration and things like that. But, you know, they've got a rich history and um, it's good to see that, you know, the the cellar dwellers are actually uh, up and about and, you know, sticking it to the big guys. So, yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing. And it's actually I've, – I've actually never watched as much AFL uh, on television uh, since we've started this podcast. So I'm really, really enjoying it. <laughs> and, Kenny, you mentioned Port earlier. They're our first game of the week up against the reigning champions, Melbourne yeah. Demons. They are yeah. in for a tough ask. Do they bounce back? Kenny, is they, he going to last another week? Can they are. Hinkley, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah not, not, not Kenny Clarkson, but, yeah, Kenny. Hinkley. <laughs> um, no, Port after win. I know it's a tough, it's a tough game. They're playing the Ds, but... Um, and it's even harder. They've got Jake Lever back. I've just read from uh, Jake Lever's back for the Ds for their back line. So that's that's a massive in. Port Adelaide Gee, fan. Their, their back if, line if is solid, have, isn't it? And I know we've got a lot of Port Adelaide fans out there. You're going to have to will them home because they have to win for their coach. If they get flogged, oh, the right will be on the wall. Um, it's a massive Thursday night game for, for Port. Dees, uh, they're sitting second. They're not, you know, they're obviously playing just for the points, but um, Dees are going to have to turn up because if they don't, they, they could get rolled. Travis Boak, I love as a captain for Port, so he's going to be the leader. Champion of the game, isn't he? But yeah. uh, just Melbourne's – Melbourne right across week, the park. Just quietly. What's that, Andy? Travis Boat could have won in the game last week against the Crows, but uh, unfortunately missed and they went downfield and copped a free and Crows kicked a goal. But the line here, 18 and a half, and, you know, they're at Adelaide Oval on their home deck Thursday night at footy. Surely you think they'd, they'd have a crack. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a massive game and uh, really sort of telling for where their season goes, what their coaching staff looks like, the players. I don't know, it's... Confidence is a big thing in footy, and I reckon they they would be gutted. I think after last week, considering they were yeah. up 
by three or four goals with about five or ten to go. Uh, we well, move the on. Line, the, the line's 18. Is the eight, line 18? 18 and a half. Do you yeah. take that? Well, I don't uh, – I think Melbourne – I would I would bet with Melbourne if uh, mm. to cover 18, 18 and a half. Um, I just think they are – well, they're reigning champions. They're sitting pretty up high. Port, there's – yeah, all that whispers about – Hinkley, whether is he going to stay? Is he going to get the ass? It's a bit like Water here. Remember this when you when Dicko was coach, you'd you'd fuck up a kick or you'd spray one out in the fall, which was a rarity uh, for, for some of us back then. <laughs> but then you'd just see the man in pink make his way out from the from the bench, and you go, "Ah, oh, shit, he's oh. coming!" And yeah, opposition's in there, in your ribs, going, "Oh, here he comes! Here he comes! He's coming for you." And hooked. See you, mate. Spend the rest of the quarter on the pine. So, uh, yeah, Hinkley, he's in a bit of strife, I think, if they don't get up especially. We go on to the Friday night game, though. I think this might be game of the round. Uh, Geelong v. Lions at GHMCBA or however, whatever initials it is out there in Geelong. The Cattery. The Cattery is a lot easier to say. Yeah. The Cats Lions, two informed teams. They are looking very, really nicely early on. Lions have a two and a half start, which I think is absolute money for jam. Um, because my Lions are, I, I'm backing them to get over here on the road. Uh, Cluggy, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, uh, I'm with the Lions. I heard tonight they're resting Joel Selwood. Oh, which is that's a yeah, that's a big. Big out. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. You, know, you kind of think back to Richard Buddy against mm. the Dogs. Didn't work. But I just think that that game that they won against Pies, emotionally it would have been a massive big night for Geelong. Um, they bounced back on a seven-day break. They're, they are playing at the Cattery where they are, you know, a force. A fortress out there. Travelling down... I, I don't know the stats, but I'm sure the, the stats are well against them. But I think if Brisbane are going to win a flag with this team, they've got to take a big scout. And if they take Geelong in Geelong, I think you'll have everyone going, wow, yeah, this is actually a good, good side. Real deal. They've sort of been brewing the last couple of years, haven't they, Brisbane? They've made the finals and gone out in straight sets the last two years, I think it's been, and... They got just yeah, young, formidable side. They got you know Lockie Neal is Brownlow medalist. Um, you know Lions, Berry, McCluggage, Rich, and the uh, and Robinson, the older Stallions. I think it's just a nice, well balanced sort of. They're just they're playing well as a team. I've noticed this year, like they're just because it, it has been a bit of a side that have played together the last two, three years. The youth has come through. And then they've got the leaders on Zorko, like you said, Neil, um, Daniel Rich. Mm. You know, 250th this, this weekend yeah. too, big occasion for him. Big occasion. So they're going to want a big win, which, yeah, it's uh, it'll be big. If they beat Geelong and Geelong, they will go back and think they'll go back to Brisbane. I don't know who, who they got round five. Round five, they've got the Pies at the Gabba. So, yeah, Rich. so they'll be, they'll be, yeah, well and truly up and about. Absolutely. What are you so Woody, Kenny and I are both on the Lions? Are you joining us 
and potentially kicking with our loose head and feed. Multi, is that right, Andy? Confirmation. Uh, all in. Oh, all in, the fellas. Boys, all aboard. Brisbane, let's go. I'm glad Dicko's not here because I reckon. Oh, he'd be bet against us. <laughs> yeah. What would he say? Absolute fucking morals, Geelong. <laughs> that would be his words. Oh, bet until it hurts. Bet until it hurts. Multi Lions noted. Super stuff. We'll get the odds on that real soon. Next game of interest. Oh, you boys, the Swannies. Can they bounce back against the formidable North Melbourne? The line, I repeat, the line, 42 and a half. And I dare say it'll build by the time we get to Saturday. The Swans, like we touched on off air, boys, they traditionally do not murder teams, but they do stick the knife in. They don't necessarily always twist it. They're clear favourites, I think. Um, However, 42 and a half. North, can they sort of play with some pride? And what do you think, Wardy? My my biggest thing here, boys, is the weather in Sydney. I think small ground at SEG mm. going to be a bog fest. It's going to be a bog fest. We're expected to get somewhere between 100 and 150 mils of rain tomorrow. Let alone that could be the margin the next, too. <laughs> what's what's coming in the next few days? But um, yeah, I, I'm happy not to bet on this game. I think Swans on morals at home. But yeah, I'm 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 happy not to. Not to have a play here and, and, and ride home the Lions in our multi. Yeah. Head to head, you're on them. 42 and a half. Yeah. A little bit too much. Uh, <laughs> I'm six. Just, yeah. I'm just worried. Yeah. Just, just, just worried, about, worried about the wet stuff, you know. Like the covers are probably well and truly on at the SCG as we speak. But, uh, yeah. Just put the key in when they get to the ground. And I'd rather, yeah, wait till Saturday at the bet. You're not logging the wet stuff, Andy. That. Is very out of character. We'll go on to Kenny. What do you reckon, mate? What do you think? Well, was it? Uh, look, yeah, it's 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 not the greatest matchup. Um, I won't be surprised if they rest the big bud. Um, Tom Hickey, the right wing for the Swans, he's gone for six weeks. I yep, so yeah. they've got a uh, backup ruckman. Or his I'm name. A, a Marty Party. Who was it? The Amadi. The Amadi Party. I thought it said Barbie. <laughs> oh, is, she gonna run, is she going to run for us? Shit. The five foot five. Yeah. It's all Stravic Victorian. It'll all depend on weather. Um, I'm soon clear of this. Even though I am going to the game, I, I did miss the, that John game at home because of that romantic weekend away, but I'm going to go to this absolute stinker of a game with my kids. <laughs> oh, value for money that game. Don't worry about buddy. Shout out. Thousands, but, oh. shout out! Shout out to Fiona listening down the line. No, and Fee's coming to the game, so don't worry. Oh, superstar! Looking after the bride. <laughs> Treat yourself. I'm happy to not bet. Also for the Swans, there. Um, like Andy said, the wet weather, forty-two and a half start. Mm, I'm happy to let that one go through. The uh, the Pies and the Eagles. The next game, West Coast are in absolute deep poop. Uh, the Waffle Eagles, we may as well be calling them. Uh, they do have some people coming back. They do have some cattle returning from COVID protocols. But the Pies are to cover 18 and a half. What do we think? In Melbourne too. Um, 
Yeah. I'm, happy to, I'm happy to leave this game, boys. I think Collingwood had a, a fair red on crack against Geelong last week, and I think that would have taken the toll out of them. And I think, you know, West Coast were up against Brown last week, and the Derby probably took it out of them too. Plus, they got to travel. I'd probably be leaning towards backing Collingwood um, to cover the line here, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to sit this one out and watch from afar. Kenny? Oh, no, I'm strong on the pies. I think they, they, they were they were amazing against Geelong third quarter. They they were rubbish in the last quarter, but I think that was off the back of Geelong had the, a biggest sprint three quarter time, and they Geelong were never going to lose that game just with that captain. I think they put the sword to West Coast and um, yeah, send them back drinking West Coast coolers on the plane. Kenny, I'm with you, mate. I think pies are uh, absolute shoe into you. Eighteen and a half. No problem at all for them. At home, I think uh, Eagles are just all over the place. They've got no continuity, um, you know, 15 changes for the last two weeks in a row or something like that. That's just no good for a football team. So on with you there. Wardy's shouldering arms. We move on to another blockbuster, Frio and GWS. This is, uh, you know, our golden rule here, boys. I'll I'll start us off. I'm going to shoulder arms here. This is just one of those ones, one of those shit games you don't bet on. Um, and I'm doing exactly that. Wardy, you uh, over in I'm, I'm, Biaka, the old Subiaka. I, <laughs> I'm following you in here, so it's oh, no try for me. No try, Kenny, my boy. I'm 100% betting on this. And oh, Frio, oh, talk to me. Frio all is that. Frio, Frio. Is that the song? Frio are at home. Um, the Giants, nah. no. No dice. I'm taking, I'm taking Any- Frio. Kenny's this, got a bit of a soft spot, spot for Frio, I think. He's, uh, he, his beautiful uh, sister, Lucy Clark from Clark National Realty at um, Reesby, Reesby, not Padstow, as we said last week. Um, he's a massive, we, we've got to get right with that. <laughs> Gone for three weeks straight. <laughs> no. LJ, LJ Hooker, LJ Hooker Padstow is, uh, is up for a small business award just from this podcast, actually. Uh, the amount of plugs that we're giving them, but yeah, she's a uh, she's a Freo fan. And I He's a Freo supporter. Is that I'm, right? I reckon it's rubbing. I reckon yeah. it's rubbing off on old Kenny. He's but he's back in the last two weeks since he's been yeah. on the podcast. I think I think he's I think yeah. I'm seeing a little bit of loose in Kenny. How, how long has she yeah. gone for Freo for? Because Nat Five obviously a specimen. Is it not that long. No, a long time. Like, at oh, least oh, fifteen years. Yeah. Oh wow! Mm. Right. Maybe a Pavlich fan. Back in the uh, Josh Carr, Matt Carr days. Oh, the Bruce Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Remember those Western derbies? Oh, oh they just used to put fists, jukes up. Let's go. Oh, Betty Cousins, come on Kirk now. Cousins, Fletcher. Yeah, mm. that was old school. Oh, old school scraps. They are the days. You'd get about 15 weeks for one of them now. <laughs> Yeah, imagine, remember the derby when um, Gardner and Pavlich threw the biggest teammakers? Have a look. I don't think any of them, any of them landed, but few oh, airbags. Oh, our next game, this could be a good one. Tigers, dogs. Ooh. What's the line there, boys? We've got 11 and a half here to cover, boys, and I think 
I'm, I'm going to take the dogs here. I think they're going to be a bit up and about after last week, knocking off the swans. I don't know if Richmond are all, all, all there, you know. They, they've had a slow start to the season. Um, not sure if Dust is back, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy to take the dogs here. It's only two goals. Um, How's this for a little bit of mail? A little bit of Sydney Confidential. Mm. 1D Martin spotted at uh, Northeast Cronulla Hotel last weekend. Right. And then backing it up for a coffee at Ham, Cronulla. Really? Yeah, you'd yeah. expect to see walking down the streets of uh, 223, eh? But, uh, yeah. Did, did that AVO against you didn't work? Obviously didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dusty, toots from the loose end of feet. Can, can you spare a minute? Oh, fuck off, idiot. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, us. I'm on the dogs. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to make of Richmond this year. They're a good side, but they're up and down. They're unpredictable. Playing the MCG, I think, does suit them. Um, if it was at Marvel, are they still called Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, Marvel. Um, the Avengers. Avengers. Avengers Stadium. <laughs> yeah, Avengers. <laughs> um, no, but I'm with you. I'm on the dogs. I think they're, yeah, they're, they're going to, they're big win against the Swans. They're going to be up and about. They'll win again. The drum roll, please. Ooh, boys, I'm with you. We're all in. Dogs. We're all in. Get in. Multi. Leg we know, two. We know We know who Digo's going for. Yeah, Tigers. <laughs> By the length of Flemington Strike. Uh, punters, take that as you will. I mean, three smart heads here. At least we made the time to come on tonight, lads, and voice our opinions. Mm. So I reckon you're going to be bet with confidence. Lions, dogs. AFL well, just, heavy so far. I've just, read a, I've just read a stat. Richmond has lost five of its last six night matches. Oh, Kenny with the uh, absolute the dogs, research. The dogs love playing under the roof, which oh. is in the dark. So, yeah, that's that's a moral for mine. Moral. Dogs in. Minus 11 and a half, you said, Wardy. Yeah, correct. Huge. Two goals. Doggies, I reckon they can do it. The Bont, isn't he just in some form, isn't he? Big specimen. Oh, deltoids. Oh, we roll on. Here we go, lads. This is going to be a cracking game. Bombers. Absolute boar terror. Crows. Oh, give me strength. If you're hungover on a Sunday and scratching the eyes a little bit, wake up and roll down, roll down to the MCG and get amongst this. Oh, it could, be, it could be the NRLW Grand Final or watching <laughs> the rest of the Crows. <laughs> Oh yeah! Aren't the bombers the biggest letdown of the year for now? Absolutely! Oh like, man! I know we're only through round three, but they're they're dead last, and they don't look like they're, they're showing any hope. Like I don't know. Like what? Tell me what you boys think. But I just I don't see them coming out of it. Which if they don't, then they were meant to be a, tough, a good top six top. Uh, yeah, top six side, I reckon. I had them in, but they're just not showing it. They are not, and see? you wouldn't believe this. They are minus 14 and a half favorites, too. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't you just shut your eyes, put a balaclava on or something, cover, uh, cover them up, and just have a step? I'm not, I'm not even touching this, I won't even watch it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this won't be uh, this won't be on it <laughs> on the telly, yeah. absolutely. 100%. The old shoulder arms. Yeah, try. Are we yeah, trifecta on that. Shame we can't yeah. bet on shouldering arms because um, mm. we'd have about a 15 leg multi after all this. We uh, will brush that real quick then. 
Hawthorne, St Kilda. Here we go. The Hawks, very narrow, but mm. gallant in defeat last week. Um, you know, they pushed Carton all the way through and got only got done by a point. It was an absolute thrilling game. And St Kilda, didn't they just show their their class? Sort of taking them a while, though. But, gee, that last quarter, they sort of ran away with it and really put Richmond to the sword. Who do you reckon? They've got St Kilda minus two and a half point favourites. What do, you, what do you reckon, mate? Are the Saints marching on? Um, no, I'm actually I'm happy to stick with the the Hawks here with the the plus two and a half. I think they'll be absolutely licking their wounds last week after letting that one go against Carlton, um, and I think they'll bounce back here on uh, on Sunday. I think you know got a good good pack together. I think you know um, they got Gunston and and um, kind of thing is Bruce down down forward who can kick an absolute bag. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy to take the Hawks here. I think, you know, they're building a little bit of momentum and last week was a little bit of a hiccup. And we'll go again. Kenny, my boy, what do you reckon, mate? Do you, uh, yeah, you like your Hawthorne? I'm, I'm not going to touch this one only because, yeah, I don't know what to make of both of them. They're, they're literally, yeah, well, they're, they're split on the odds. They're both, it's going to be a good game. Um yeah, not sure. I was slightly leaning towards the Saints. I think I can see the Saints, but then again, I've tipped. I've tipped. Well, yeah, well, I tipped Hawks last week, and they cost me in the two weeks before. I tipped against them, and they won. So, <laughs> what do you make of? Um, yeah. What do you What do you make of? Is it the the big fella for St Kilda down forward? Is it Maxi King? King? What oh. do you What do you What do you make of him? They're comparing him that he could be, you know, the next Bud, like the next. You know, the closest person that could kick a thousand goals. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, possibly. Like, how many games is he in? Like, yeah, well, he's only twenty-one or something. I think I read during the week. Yeah, no, there's there's some, there's some definite upside to him. Um, it's just, yeah, God, it's such a hard game to pick. Um, but yeah, Hawks, they're, they're going to want to bounce back. They're travelling really well, so I'm. I'm not going to bet in this game. I think it's going to be a cracking game. However, I just can't pick the two sides. It's, uh, it's yeah. If it's if it wasn't for the Lions and um, Geelong, I reckon that might just be right up there, close second game of the week. Right, that's the wrap on Hawks and Saints. We move to the last game of the round. Wassel, our favourite, our team, our anchor for our first ever multi victory. Carlton Blues up against the Gold Coast. Up there at Metricon, the, the line, Blues minus eight and a half. That is, in the words of Jack Dickens, absolute morals, I say. What do you boys reckon? Play money. Play money, I reckon. I reckon Carlton will cover this easily and we'll go 4-0 and and we'll be the talk of the AFL after this weekend. Oh, so you're with me? You're going with All me? I am, I am with you. Ooh, Kenny, trifecta. Talk to me. All over it. All ah. in. Get in. Get in. Up the lads. Well, that is huge. So we're, we're, we're locking it in. The anchor, the blues, they are going to foot our – we might even have to divvy this up, boys, into an AFL multi. Or we're going to roll the dice and add in everything else. Four-leg four leg AFL multi. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got, who have we got? We've got the Lions. The Lions with a two-and-a-half start. The Dogs mm. to mm. minus 11. And a half, yep. and now the Blues 
minus eight. That that is almost. I don't want to say it. But actually, we'll touch on that. We won't get there just yet. But that is our three-legged AFL multi. And that is a wrap on the AFL round four. We'll be right back, punters. Loose head and feed. We're going to be talking NRL round five. Wardy, our Sharkies, they're up and about. We'll, uh, big game against the Tigers. We'll be diving right into that in just a few minutes. Thank you, Rabs. Super stuff as always. Lads, we move on to the NRL round five. A bit like the uh, AFL, the men and the boys are starting to separate themselves. The uh, front runners, Penrith, Melbourne, Parramatta, Cronulla, really sort of hitting their straps. And then down the foot of the table, the Tigers, Dragons, Bulldogs, they're in, uh, well, they're in a hole, aren't they? Um, we've got some, I wouldn't say straightforward games, but a lot of, Favorite, heavy favorites throughout this week. First game off the bat, Newcastle Manly on Thursday night up there in the Hunter. Uh, minus one and a half for the Knights' favorites. Uh, Manly without Turbo. Wassel, I'll start with you, mate. It's uh, going to be a big game. What do you reckon? Uh, it's, it's a flip of the coin, this one for me, boys. I think Manly. You know, like Manly were okay last week and, you know, Cherry Evans has just re-signed a, a, an extension with Manly and his kicking game last week pretty much led them to victory. Um, Knights, very disappointing against Cronulla. They do go back home. Injury cloud over Frizzell um, with a hammy. Ponga played last week and probably shouldn't have. He was very underdone. Um, I think Knights will be up for this and uh, I think it's a lot closer than what we think. Um, but yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to I'm happy to shoulder arms on this one. Actually, um, as Tuki would say, it is a co- it is always a good grudge match between these two teams. Like you look back to the the mid '90s and the late '90s and the battles that these two teams had between you know Chief and and Spud Carroll, and it was a very I suppose you know body line type of aggressive forwards game. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to I'm happy to see this one out and. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if if Newcastle get up here. What are your thoughts, Kenny? Uh, I was just going to say the, the famous grand final, Darren Albert, ducks inside. I, I was lucky enough to be at the game with uh, one Gooby Clark and one Gazza Clark. And we don't mention was, that uh, that first person's name. Oh, sorry, Gooby Clark. Oh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> sickening. Yeah, <laughs> was he was he late to that? Show. Did he even turn up to the grand final, or did he just sort of? <laughs> Meet at the Leagues Club for a beer afterwards. Gooey was there. Yeah, no, this game, boys, is a tough one. Manly, I think, I know they're playing in Newcastle and you'd think Newcastle, they've got a win, but Manly, I think a lot of the blokes in that team would be going, just because Turbo's not here doesn't mean we can't win. But if you look at the stats, Manly won't win because they rely on Turbo. So saying that, I'm going Newcastle. I'm going Newcastle home. 
That's big. Newcastle, 1-13, same side pretty much as last week. Manly have a little bit of a reshuffle at the back. Garrick goes to the one. Brad Parker in the 20, he comes into the centres and then Christian Tupalutu goes onto the wing. So I think they've sort of got all their bases covered, Manly. I, it is meant to piss down uh, heavy on Thursday. Uh, so it's sort of going to rule out those quicker wingers like Saab and Dom mm. Young, Pongar, Garrick. You know, it's, um, I think it's going to be a real grind through the forwards. I'll shoulder arms with you, Wardy, I think. Um, that's going to be my safe option. Moving on to the Friday night game. Well, there's the early game of New Zealand v North Queensland. This is one of those ones that, you know, our golden rule here on the loose head and feed. It's uh, we don't bet on shit games. So I'm going to quickly brush over that. Boys, are you happy to do the same? Yeah, no try. Now, the next game, Brisbane versus the Sydney City Roosters. And just before we get into that, I wanted to talk yeah. about more on the year contender. I'm After Mitch Barrett, Barnett's effort last week, Tom Flegler, four oh, times he got put on the court in the same game and Sinbinder. <laughs> you, know you know he was coming off a two-week suspension? Or three yeah, weeks. he was we'll coming back on. off suspension too. And really just driving home the, uh, the NRL stereotype of complete moron. So, look, let's dive in. Kenny, you're Brisbane. You do like them. What are your thoughts? Bronx will be tough. They will they'll put a showing up. I know Payne Haas might be out for a little bit of a jump punch with a mate at the pub. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Kenny, Kenny's sweating up the alley here, boy. Kenny, jump oh, the gates. I'll bring well, it back in. They've got Kirk Catewell back from, from uh, arrest, which I don't know why he's arrested. Jordan Rickey, um, yeah, they're, they're playing at home. The Bronx have... Got to fucking pull their finger out, don't they? And they're they're playing against a, a good chook side, so I'm not I'm not betting, but you know, for all our, our Brisbane supporters, you know, get behind them. The uh, they got a roll, they got to cover fourteen and a half uh, east, yeah. and um, as Kenny was was just saying, no Payne Haas, no Albert Kelly, pressures mounting on Kevy. Uh, and the Roosters, they've they've sort of been in all sorts so far this season, but they did have a quite a nice win last week. Wardy, what are you thinking, mate? Um, I'm happy to take the Roosters, but I'm just not sure about the start. I think, you know, Broncos will have a fair crack on their home deck. Um, Roosters showed a lot of good signs last week and improved why they're a quality outfit, you know. Played away from home last week. Their coach had COVID, wasn't up there with them. They still got the job done convincingly. Um, I just think they're starting to play in a bit of form. I think the combination between Tedesco, Walker, Kiri, you know, Victor Bradley, I think they're, they're starting to, to find their feet a bit. And uh, I think that would be too strong for the, the Roosters, uh, for the Broncos, sorry. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not keen to have a bet on the lining. I think the Roosters will win, but. Yeah, I'm cautious of the Broncos on their home deck. Is the weather meant to creep up to Brisbane or is it sort of just raining in on New South Wales? Because I think that would play a big bit of a part in the uh, in that game. Mm, yeah, I'm not too sure, I think. Um, definitely the uh, southeastern quarter. 
quarter of Australia is meant to cop it the next few days, but yeah, I'm not sure if it will reach up to uh, up to the the northern suburbs of uh, of Brisbane. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, I'm happy to sit this one out and and, and watch uh, from the couch. Shoulder arms with AJ Wardrop, Kenny. Tell me again after your uh, your superb insight there. What were you doing? Yeah, no, I, I'm not betting, but I think Bronx, they've got to show up. But, yeah, no, I'm not taking the 14 and a half, whatever it is, because it could be, yeah, 10 nil Broncos and it could be 40 to 10 at the end. So, no. I'm going to go against you there. I'm going to – I like the Roosters. I think they're just starting to hit their straps. They uh, won well on the road last week up in uh, North Queensland. I think they'll do it again. Um I think they just sort of have no fear. They they just play ruthless, uh, ruthless aggression. So I'm going to go Roosters to cover the 14 and a half. Um, the next game on Super Saturday, Canberra Melbourne, um, down there this, in man. the ACT. I yeah, think Melbourne I like, I like this be, game. Yeah, yeah. What's I think mean, Canberra. I don't know. Like can, I know the the line's 12 and a half, but I don't know. Canberra showing some fight. Um, they're, they're, when they play at home, we know they they turn up. Um, I know the name the name Croker, the captain. But yeah, whether he plays or not, um, I think I think it'll be a great game. But and I'm actually tipping um, Canberra to cover the line of twelve and a half. Is that right? Huge, absolutely huge, Wardy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, man? I'm happy to um, I'm happy to stick with Melbourne here. I think they're building nicely. They had a huge win over the Dogs last week. I think you know Pappenhausen's probably form player of the comp at the moment. Um, oh, isn't he just? Him. Oh, bit of hype around him. Bit of hype. You know, oh think, my goodness. I think I think I think, uh, I think Xavier Chose is going to have an afternoon out here. I think he's uh, going to be a bit of an aerial force with Munster and and Hughes kicking to his corner. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take the take the storm here. I'm with you, Andy. I reckon the storm are morals. I think this is just going to be another day in the office. Roll through the motions, and I think they're going to win and win comfortably. I think the like the back five is just so superior to and like they. Full credit to Canberra. They've got New Zealand International there and CNK at the back. But I think, yeah, like you said, Pappenhausen is just on. Like Olam, Smith in the centres. And then, you know, Meany, he's probably the 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 fifth out of the uh, back five. And, and he's still a handy player. You've got Xavier Coates on the other wing. Like, and then, when you got Munster signs with Rust, do you think Munster signs – with the Dolphins, or well, I'm, stick I'm a bit, a little bit concerned, Kenny. I think they've just locked in Remus Smith, Xavier Coates, and Jerome Hughes to extensions. I'm a little, yeah. little concerned how their their funds are tied up. But you know yeah. they've lost the Bromwich brothers and Kafusi, so mm. don't know how how that kind of balances out. But you know, I think Munster would be silly to to leave. Did, um, did yeah. that big Bellamy. specimen? That big, tall, strapping lad um, Nelson. Did he? Is he gone as well? Did he sign? Not, not yet. Not yet. Um, was there talk? Just, or was it just, just a little bit of dolphin, rumors? Dolphins are dolphins are a bit desperate because it looks like Pong is going to stay put at uh, Newcastle, and I think that you know, I think 
I've got a feeling that they're going to go hard after Munster now. So, um, yeah, I, look, I, I hope Munster stays because I think I'll, I enjoy watching Melbourne play and I enjoy the philosophy that they're about and the coach that um, they have there in Craig Bellamy. Um, it would be a disappointment to see him go to the Dolphins. But, yeah, I suppose at the end of the day, um, money talks, boys, and uh, that's the way the game is at the moment. Absolutely. Well, there you go. We'll move on to the uh, Rabbitohs Dragons. This is 13 v 15. You wouldn't believe that considering uh, the preseason hype, especially around South. But, lads, this is um, this is going to be a good game. Rivalry, huge. South at home. Wardy, you got a foot yeah, in the at- uh, Dragons camp. What are your thoughts, mate? I do, I do, mate, and I am looking forward to this game. I, you know, South, just give it to Penrith first half last week and just you know fell away with stupid mistakes and a bit of uh, ill discipline. But then you know the Dragons did well to fight back um, that that first half against Parramatta and, and and go down only four points at half time. But you know Parramatta was just too strong in the end. Um, they get back uh, Sewer against his old team this week. Um, forward pack's pretty good. Um, fair bit of concern around what the coach has done in selection with sticking with Umbai fullback and and Bird and Hunt in the halves. Oh, so isn't there just question- some controversy? That. Yeah, there's some question marks there, and you know why Sloan's not in the team. Uh, I'm not too sure, but um, I think it's be I think it's be a good game. One of the better games of the round. Um, high quality. Um, hopefully, you know weather holds off when we see some some good footy over the weekend. But um, I'm happy to sit put on this game and and, and watch it. But um, I'm I'm expecting a, definitely a better performance from the Dragons, and I expect this one to be probably one of the closer games of the weekend. Kenny, yeah. they've they've stuck with the uh, elder statesman throughout both sides. They have got Mansour back for the for South on the wing. They have got Mbai at fullback and uh, Bird still at five eight and. Woods, Sims, what are your thoughts, mate? It's funny when these, when the some of the sides that have that struggled in the first part, this is like the do or die. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I actually, I'm actually bullish on the dragons for this. Wow, I think the drags have got to really step up. Um, bunnies haven't impressed me. Uh, I know they they stepped up earlier uh, two weeks ago. But I think the Dragons, I, I like them with the, uh, the lines. If it's 10 and a half, um, I, I'd be on that. If it's wet, it suits them even better. Um, Bird and Hunt have got to start. If, oh, God, if they're going to start winning games. They've got to start, uh, you know, joining together better, playing together better. So, but, yeah, for me, I, I'm sort of on the, on the Saints side of it than this. So, yeah. That's... Um... That's a fair point, mate. I'm I'm actually liking South to cover nine and a half. I think um, I was a little sceptical on the halfback, Ilias, for South early, but after last week, he had a cracking game, um, really steered them around. And I'm on South head-to-head. I just – I don't know. I think there'll be – it'll be within 10, if it's within 10. It will be a tight game, I reckon, Kenny. And, um, you know, even though they did lose last week – I thought the uh, young halfback, Ilias, he really s- steered him around exceptionally well. Got a try assist, I think, or two. And 
I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing the matchup. I know he's named in uh, Jersey 19, but George v. Tom Burgess, that would just be nice for those two big meatheads to run at each other and yeah. uh, knock each other's block off. But we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's going to be wet for at least the next week in Sydney, so it's going to be a bit of a dog fight. It won't be clean footy. It'll just be straight up the guts and then spread the nut and roll the dice. We'll, uh, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, Gold Coast and Para. Para minus seven and a half. I know we just said off air we weren't really going to talk about this game, but upon second thoughts. Can I go first? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, my boy, have a hit up, son. I hope Parramatta absolutely smash the shit out of Gold Coast. They should have decided the team they've got on, on paper against West Tigers should have won 40 nil, and they actually nearly lost it. So I'm all in on Parramatta. You can close the gates on Titans. <laughs> There'll be another Gold Coast club that's never succeeded. Um, <laughs> oh, the Seagulls, the Chargers, and the, now the Titans. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all on Parramatta. Sorry, I had to say it because it's been building up all week. <laughs> With the line, minus seven and a half? Oh, I'd adjust the line and make it minus 13 and a half. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> give me some odds, Kenny. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come on, Andy. Talk to me. I'm, what have you got? I'm all with, I'm all with Kenny here. Oh, this is big. I saw enough out of the Eels last week. Um, Gutherson, Dylan Brown was huge last week. Oh, he how was, about the right foot he, step on the block? He, he could have done anything last week. Uh, Moses kicking game. They're just playing a lot of confidence. They get Sean Lane back this week. Mm. Um, Madison drops back from the bench. Um, I just think they're, yeah, they're they're a class above. And you know, Titans, Titans are a bit up and down. Like, like absolutely, probably worst game of rugby league I've ever seen in my life last weekend was Titans and Tigers, oh. um, and and deserved to be. Like, how that was a Thursday night kickoff. Um, up against AFL with the Swans and the Western Bulldogs oh. beside me. I can't get enough on the Eels at, um, to cover the line here. They can play it at any stadium in the world and they'll hammer That oh, it doesn't matter. There you go, punters. You're exclusive for the week. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Kiss. <laughs> Shit. Here we go. Well, guess what, boys? I'm all in with you. And that is yeah. like before of our loose head and feed multi for the week. We finally agreed on one in the NRL. Parramatta minus seven and a half up against the Gold Coast Chargers, Titans, Seagulls, whoever they are, <laughs> Gold Coast United, the A-League side, they didn't last long either. Yeah, the Party City, yeah, Parramatta, morals. Morals, absolute. I think Steve-O's Steve still up there, boys. He oh, not he's, he's stuck with the weather. <laughs> three weeks. Oh, shit. The Twin Peaks, yeah. they do have exit doors. Steve-O, yeah. <laughs> you sicko. Yeah. You sick. Bit of, dri- bit, of, bit of drizzle and he can't get on a flight, apparently. So oh, he's, bit of drizzle. he's stuck north. He's stuck Coming north out of what? Where's that first, drizzle from? <laughs> first, yeah. first, it was, first it was COVID. Now it's the, uh, the nature gods up above. So hopefully huh. you'll be home next week to put the bins out. <laughs> we have been waiting in the wings, punters. I'm as excited as you are for the uh, taking the bins out with Steve-O. But Get my he, dad home. <laughs> he went out on week one and 
He hasn't come out. He's either sitting at the Royal telling us all that he's on the G, on the GC. He's just sitting there near Mike's Bar and Grill having a little punch. Or he's up actually up there in the party town and having a good time. Cheryl must be wondering. Oh, just a shake of the head from that Jane Wardrop. <laughs> Nothing to say. Let's go on to our next game. Oh, yes. Wardy, our Sharkies at home Sunday afternoon at the tank. Mm. Oh, I just want two mm. hours of sun, and if there's two hours of sun over the weekend, I want it to be for oh, the Sharks. Kenny's got the merch out, boys. I've got the Sharkies jersey on as well, boys. Kenny's oh, on the wagon. Oh, my. On See you later, Frosty. Hello, Sharks <laughs> fans. The boys the Look, the Sharks, it's not a matter of who. It is a matter of how much. The line against the West Tigers is minus seven and a half, which... Once again, it may grow by the time Sunday afternoon rolls around. The Sharkies, however, they do have a knack of playing teams back in a form. I haven't – we haven't had a – Wardy, you can back me up here. I like what Fitzy's doing, but we haven't been overly challenged yet. Yes, we lost to Canberra on the, on the buzzer in round one, but it's just a little early in the season to say that that little hoodoo that we have has gone – Russell, talk to me. Are you back in the Sharks? Minus seven and a half. Twitch, my boy. As as Big Kev would say, I'm excited. Oh, oh I'm excited. Oh, I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, he is excited. I am, oh, yeah. I'm full, I am full hog oh, into the Sharks. Brad hog. Just, oh, that, oh, I'm that excited about the fin and mm. what, what they're producing over the first four rounds. I am oh. all in on the Sharks. And hopefully, fingers crossed, the sunny day down at uh, Shark Park, the beer lines are non-existent and we're just partying in the summertime bar like there's no tomorrow, like it's 2016. I've got, I've got goosies. I've got, I've got the bumps. I've got the bumps. Kenny, this is not just a fan. This is like a livelihood supporting Cronulla Sharks. If you are going to get on the bandwagon, you've got to be 110% on talk to me. What are your thoughts? I am, mate. I am. I am all on board. I'm oh, all in. my lord. Even if it rains, I've watched the sharks in the last two weeks in the wet. They love it. They're a mudlark. They love the wet. They love the mud. Beat the mud. Oh, so, yeah, oh. I am covering with the tires. The tires still don't have any good ends. The sharks have got the uh, same same team named. Is that yep. what last thing I read? Correct. So, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you no, what. It, You'll be off to Norley's by 6.15, not Fusion, but you'll be on to whatever the other night Oh, if 2.23 I was still open, (laughs) I would be getting my raffle ticket number at the door. I'll be collecting my little cheese pizza and my six bourbon and cakes and I'll be drinking. And dare I say a sickie on Monday. I'll tell you what, though, that that Sifa Talakai, he is as tough as woodpecker lips, eh? Are we taking the minus seven and a half? Uh, yes, oh, yes, we are. Yes, yes uh, we are. Back it, we, we bet until it hurts in this game. I'm yeah. that confident. Yeah. yeah, so that's all three of us. Leg number five. Geez, we're expanding here on the loose head and feed. <laughs> After a couple of bad dud weeks, you know what they say chase your losses, go big. Uh, we could retire next week, boys. <laughs> oh, goodness me. With the <laughs> AFL, Brisbane Lions, Western Bulldogs, and the Blues, all with the line into Parramatta. And now the Sharkies, 
Jeez, five legs. I don't even want to dream what these odds are going to be. They'll be posted on the socials. Don't stress, punters. We'll get them there. Uh, wow. All right. Well, we've got our last last game of the round. Um, is it 1v16? <laughs> Bulldogs. Now by the boys. Ah, jeez. This is going to go down to the wire. Uh, Bulldogs v Penrith. Not at Belmore. Paramount. Yeah, Combank. Combank. Parramatta this week. Huge. Mm. Huge. Uh, well, pretty much a home game for Penrith then. Um, yeah. <laughs> the line. God, <laughs> jeez. This is <laughs> Min- minus 19 and a half for, uh, for Penrith. And uh, all the superstars are back. Uh, Yo, Cleary. Oh, shit. Who? This uh, ugh, chills. It's not even worth putting a penny on. Penrith. Got a full side. Panthers oh. have got it's a full side. And oh, I love wow. all the media as being like oh, like I don't know rate him as, like he's okay as a halfback, but they've put in Kyle Flanagan oh. to the dogs. How he, is that? They're gonna get they'll get murdered. Panthers that's... will win for, if it's half even if it's half wet, they'll win 40 nil. That is just I don't know if that's incompetence from Barrett, the coach, or just like a roll of the dice and just hope. But, geez, like imagine the confidence of that poor bloke, Flanagan. Like he's just been signed by the Bulldogs last year for how many hundred thousand? Three, four hundred thousand. Cop this, you go to reserve grade, you start there for the first three weeks. Bulldogs obviously getting touched. And then your comeback game is, oh, yeah, go and mark up against Nathan Cleary, probably the best halfback in, in in the game now, let alone maybe the last five, ten years. I'll tell you who's um, impressive. Was, um, the Was, he is impressive. Especially <laughs> Isaiah Yo. Oh, my. Isaiah Yo. He is just – he's outstanding, isn't he? Mate, he's – he, the way he's, he's tracking, you win the daily end, then second, you wouldn't even hear about. That'd be daylight. And who's the lock as well? Who who's, who'd be the last lock that won? One daily end. Is that not like it's a backman or a five eight or half? That's going to be a, a true achievement. Well, in fact, Kenny, it was Jason Tamalolo, joint winner with Cooper Cronk in 2016, playing lock for the. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys. He was the last man to win it as a lock. And we, if we go all the way back, 1982, Ray Price. And 1981, our man, Wardy, Steve Rogers. All right, punters, that is all we've got for the NRL this week. We're all shouldering arms on the uh, Bulldogs-Penrith game. Coming up, though, next segment for the Revheads, Kenny is going to be talking about the F1, the V8s. And then we'll dive into the golf US Masters that's beginning this weekend. It's going to be massive. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is the moment you've all been waiting for. Kenny, he's back again this week. He somehow jagged the gig. Digo. He just, I don't know, week number four, and he's already booking annual leave. It's its ludicrous. 
completely lagging in logic. That doesn't I matter. Can tell you something. Oh, I can Kenny. tell you something. I can, I've, got a bit of, I've got a bit of an exclusive here. Oh, my punters. Listen. <laughs> Digger Digo has taken a bit of annual leave. We week four into the into the show. Um, I'm hearing there's whispers around the trap. He needs to build up some serious, serious brownie points again leading into the uh, Easter carnival. And mm. he's packed packed up shot and taken the bride and the kids to uh, Noosa. And Noosa a bit Valley. Of a, so, yeah, he needs to build up some muscle. It looks like Casper. <laughs> he needs a little bit of your suntan, Kenny. Try and reflect that off your melon onto his rig. If he needs to build up anything, it's some fucking muscle on the little fella. Claims yeah, that he's 82. Bit. I don't know where it all is, though. Our, uh, our, our, our fearless leader is, uh, is taking one for himself and the team, and um, he's, he'll be back uh, on deck hopefully next week, boys. I'm looking forward to his review when he's driving for 48 hours or whatever it is from uh, Nooseville to Melbourne's southeast uh, when he can tune into the Loose Head and Feed podcast. But if that is if that mail's correct, which you know what they say, where there's smoke, there is fire. It wouldn't surprise me one bit that he's uh, just covering his ass, especially with a big weekend coming up next week. But boys, more importantly. F1, Albert Park, it is back for the first time in since 2019. It's, uh, you know, distant memories, Kenny, of uh, Valtteri Bottas taking the, uh, taking, the ch- oh, taking the win last time out. few alterations to the track. Kenny, what can you tell us? This is uh, hey, even, this even is just brimming for this moment. Exciting. This is good. Uh, can't wait to watch it. Um, it's going to be a belter. Uh, it's got everything down there this weekend. I wish I was down there, um, but I'm going to be at the North Melbourne Swans game, which is oh. a priority. Which will, which will be, <laughs> that is which a is fart. A male biter. But <laughs> it's going to be Red Bull versus Ferrari. So it depends on what camp you're in. Are you a Red Bull man or woman? <sighs> It's like Ferrari, red man. v blue. It's like Coke v Pepsi oh, back in the two thousands. Oh yeah, good, it's sexy. And then you've got Lewis Hamilton, who's an outside chance, which is bizarre because he's. You know, it feels weird saying that, doesn't it? Lewis Hamilton, an outside chance. He's been yeah. probably the dollar ten favorite for the last how many years? At just about every race. But no, if uh, yeah, it'd be good. Uh, uh, my tip, I said last week, Charles Leclerc. You're staying. I'm staying with Ferrari. Oh, there was some hesitation. There was some hesitation. I had, I had one James Clark telling me to jump ship, go to Red Bull. But, oh, um, that is a, um, such a James um, Clark bet, like just front runner, passenger. Oh, However, yeah. I'm saying for a top three finish, back Carl, Carlos Sainz, his teammate. Carlito. Huge Carlos Sainz, just for a podium finish. I think Ooh. he's about $2. Juicy. Yep. Have, have yeah. him, um, but yeah, Charles Leclerc and Verstappen. It'll be a belter, mm. and then we've got the supercars, four races, um, hundred laps per race. And this is, is this at Albert Park as well, Kenny? Albert Park, which is fantastic, oh, gives yeah. me a long weekend. There's a race on Friday, two races on Saturday, and a race on Sunday oh, before geez. the race. How many how many Jim Beams have you bought for this weekend? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on the Winnie Blues all weekend. Oh. Uh, now I've got a little bit of a tip. I'm not backing the king. I'm not backing. Sorry, I shouldn't say the king. The king, Lancey. Okay. Oh. I'm, not back, I'm not backing Van Gisbergen. I'm sticking with Chas Mostert. I'm sticking with Chas Mostert to win overall oh, wow. of the four races. Yeah, but I reckon Anton Di Pasquale as well. Wow, the two of them, the Shelby Power and the Walkinshaw Andretti cars, they will be going really well over the weekend. Shelby, that was the uh, that was the Kiwi who's now in the Indy car. Yeah, that, uh, that was his yeah. seat, wasn't it? Well, it's his old car. Oh wow! So, right. Yeah. No. And they're at seven dollars each. So I'll be looking at them over the weekend. They're good. Bit of value there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be great. If you can get down to a Heineken ten or um, what's that? What's that bar? Uh, Kittens uh, Sports Bar. Kittens. <laughs> Steve is stuck there, isn't he? <laughs> You could direct direct flight from Gold Coast to Melbourne here, boys. <laughs> no, if you love your if you love your motor racing, tune in. It'd be on practice starts Thursday, race Sunday, three PM. Oh uh, yes. Coming at you live now, F one, Kenny, back to it. The Aussie, Daniel Ricardo, is he yeah. any chance at I'm not even talking podiums, is he a chance at points? The some are saying the car, some are saying he's overdone. He, it's time to go. He, McLaren. He's $101. Oh, win. my God. So. So the multi, do we add it in? <laughs> <laughs> Rely on a few safety <laughs> cars or something. Top 10. We'll, top oh, 10. we'll, de- we'll definitely uh, be retiring there, boys. Oh, I think he's, he's a <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this on a Wednesday night if, if we got that up. <laughs> Cue in the rack. Yeah, look, if it starts hailing or there's a yeah, if no, 19 I'm, other cars decide to run into the wall, he might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Stephen Leclerc, yeah, like, oh, shit. but but Lewis Hamilton's at $15 as oh, an outsider. Um, worth maybe a, a Stewie Diver, a little five, he's on four dollars, yeah. he's four dollars, top mega podium. That's yeah, wow, okay, there you go. But just yeah, be good, be good boys. It's the first time um, we've had the F1s back in what's it been two years because of COVID. So mm. um, fantastic to hear the broom broom running around the broom rooms <laughs> and all the petrol heads erupt as one. There's only maybe about one or two of them maybe listening. Hopefully that builds up over the uh, course of the season. <laughs> That from is long, uh, long, from Long Long Bowers. Oh, yeah. How's a little bit of merchandise? Punished, you can't see that at home. But I, I forget that we're on podcast. We've got a little broom broom. Right? Oh, a little Jamie Wink up, one to twenty-four. Oh, model. oh yeah, super super <laughs> stuff. Fun. All right. Well, that's the uh, F one, the V eight petrol heads. We move on though, and this is where Wardy. This is his little bread and butter. The US Masters. Oh, the golf is back. Back and brimming with absolute quality. Andy, talk to me. Are you excited? Uh, Tiger, he's just been teasing the punters, hasn't he? He's just giving us a little bit. Of, it's like throwing out the burly on the side of the boat. Like, come on, fish. You know, just come on service. And here we are with the net just waiting. Wassel, Tiger, oh, US Masters. It's just like, it just goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Listeners, well, punters, you thought I was excited about the Sharks. Oh, and you I, were, and you were. Dead, 
Death hit semi rod right it up. Oh, the, uh, the masters this oh, week. Oh, as I, I live and breathe. Yeah, um, <laughs> on the ball, expect the horns, <laughs> punters. Oh yeah, and yeah, I am, I am locked and loaded for four days of just absolute carnage at the masters. Uh, shall not be uh, leaving the lounge. I can tell you that. Uh, very excited, actually. Um, it's been a great build up. You know. When the tiger plays, whether he, depending on how he goes through nine holes tomorrow, you know the weather hasn't been great too. They had to um, postpone the afternoon session uh, practice this afternoon, so maybe the uh, the New South Wales uh, forecast has made its way to Augusta. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mother Nature to, uh, just playing, mm, playing, isn't she? But uh, yeah, really excited. Masters back, uh, full crowds back again. Um, a couple well, of equal favourites. Well, I was going to say, how, with, when you said about the crowd, sorry to cut you off, the crowd, I saw on Fox Sports this afternoon the amount of people just watching mm. oh. the big cat just. And it was just practice. Really, it was just the, practice. Just the excitement of him being there. It, it wants to make all these other players play better, doesn't it? He's, he's, I couldn't believe when they said today he's 46 years of age. That's unbelievable. Like, the Wonderful. comeback when he the comeback when he won the Masters a couple of years ago, oh. you know he's had the car accident. He's come back. He can barely barely walk eighty holes, let alone you know play seventy two with the Mesky. <laughs> John Daly stuff. Uh, it would be, it, honestly. I'm looking at the market now. He's he's forty one dollars, and you know he, I'd be happy to to give my money <laughs> just you, yeah. a donation a donation think... to sports bet. Because he is, he is the greatest, or one of the greatest athletes in my lifetime that I've ever seen, as a competitor and someone who can rise to an occasion and make the hard things look easy. I'm, I'm all over it, but I'm, I'm just wrapped. And I hope he's in the field because, you know, I'd, I'd easily wake up at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning to tune into the Masters this week. You know, there's a, a tight battle at the, uh, the top of the market um, between John Rahm and, and Joseph Thomas. I, he, the punters know at home I'm a big JT Oh, fan. you are a Mate, JT man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to stick with him. And, and I'm also, you know, I'm really excited for Cameron Smith. I hope he goes well into Sunday um, and he is in contention because, you know, I remember when Adam Scott won <laughs> back in, I think it was 2015. It was one of the greatest... Great sporting moments that I've I've seen um, as well. Um, you know, I didn't really get to see Greg Norman kind of choke through um, his Masters, um, unfortunately. But you know, to see Adam Scott win the Green Jacket and be the first ever Aussie to do that um, was quite incredible. But the other tip that I've got um, for the Masters, um, I'm going to stick with him again. Um, is my man Abraham Mansa? He's hundred to one. Um, hundred to I'm one. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that he's going to be there top ten at around the six dollar mark. Um, but yeah, they're my they're my three tips. I'll take JT, Cam Smith, and um, I'm happy to, to take Abraham Mansa to win at hundred to one and to make the top ten at uh, six dollars. Outstanding, Kenny. Three tips from you, mate. Let's hear them. Oh, this is. There's no better time when you put on sport and there's violins and piano playing 
and just the sound of it, like the background music that. Have we not all listened to it? Like oh, when we've gone to sleep or, you know, when we're having dinner? Or is it just me? <laughs> I've got my three tips. Um, my first tip is can't go, going to go Cameron Smith. He's in good form. Great Aussie. He's just, his ball strike to green is unbelievable. I like DJ. Dustin Johnson, he's won here. Oh, was it three years ago, two years ago, three years ago? Um, he's still playing very, very good golf. And the other one that no one's talked about really is Patrick Cantlay. Mm. Now, he has the best putting on this grass surface. So Their dance floor specialist, is he, Kenny? Well, yeah, yeah not, well, not as good as me, but he's good. <laughs> he's good. Oh, sorry. Oh, green. Ah, Kenny. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. But if I'm, yeah, I'm having Patrick Cantlay at $21 for the Masters. Huge. Boys, I I think I'm going to follow suit. I'm, I, you got to back an Aussie. As an Aussie, you got to back an Aussie. And the best Aussie we've got is Cameron Smith at 15. He's my number one tip. I like him. I think, yeah, like you said, he's in good form. He's just coming off that uh, victory a couple of weeks ago. Um, and just having a look through the field, it'd be silly. It just the narrative is just too good. Tiger's back at forty-one. Uh, so, where can you make the cut? Uh, can you, you can he's a champion. Champions, right? He, 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 he could he could play around Augusta with his eyes closed. I was about to say the same thing, Andy. You could stick a freaking. Do you reckon they could make something? Because they said today, um, because Augusta is such an un- undulating course, could they not just put him in a golf cart and <laughs> like you and I? <laughs> we live around. Oh, look, we're not playing at Royal Wallaway, Kenny. Or Carilla, the hills of the front nine, and just driving around like it's not that it's not that big of an advantage, is it? <laughs> what do they want? Well, it takes them about fifteen minutes to have a shot anyway, so I, I reckon that's you might be onto something there, Kenny. Like, just get me I up do, there, swing the I, swing the stick. I do love your I do love your tip, plus at one hundred and one. Well, my, yeah, my last tip, and yeah, I do. I'm staying strong, boys. Um. I broke out with Tommy Fleetwood last week and I'm sticking by it. I just he just gets out of the gate too quick and then just crumbles. He's at 81, so I'm ignoring that. Yeah, however, however, Hideki. Matsuyama. Matsuyama. He's yeah, I'm gonna go him again. I went him last week. He didn't deliver, but I'm gonna go him again. He's at 51 of a big outside chance. Um He's just – he's solid. You can't really knock his uh, – he's just like a good operator right around the course. They're my three. Smith, Woods, Matsuyama. I, I, I love it. it. I love Matsuyama. He won he, last year. He's like, yeah. Proven. Now, this is the biggest thing of, of going with the Masters. You win the Masters on the par fives. Because that's where you make your scores, but oh, you lose the masters. Going I... You lose the masters with the par threes, yeah. and when they get to hole twelve, 
and Amen Corner. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so oh, Kenny, it's the big hitters on par fives. That's that's who will make it. Well, you know what they say: you drive for show, you putt for dough. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boys, a bit of a, a smoky, smoky I'm looking in the field and uh, I wouldn't mind having him to make the top 10 and he's a, he's a great um, major contender, um, no matter which course and he's always up there, is Louis Oysters. And I think he he's a, a quality golfer, um, big South African, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to take him. The happy boss. to take him at the – Happy to take him at the four dollars fifty to uh, make the top ten because he has, uh, yeah, he's got the game to do it, and um, yeah, I think I think there's a bit of value there. Do you boys? Do, do you think Rory McIlroy, who's been like you can't argue, he's got right, a great, an amazing golfer, but do you reckon he'll ever win the Masters? I think he's got. I think he's got a bit of the dickos. I think he's got a bit of the head to us. You know. I think he's got a bit of. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he's, oh, I think he's got, oh, you wouldn't have said that if he was on the night, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, courage. Oh, 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 a deep breath. Taking a hit up straight into the forward back. Meter in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind Jordan yeah. Spieth, obviously, because I'm biased. Yeah. Well, boys, just uh, so we've all backed Cameron Smith here. Mm-hmm. Do we now? This may be a little <sighs> ludicrous. Oh. Top ten at the Masters is paying two dollars ten. Do we Ooh. add him for value into our multi? The loose yeah. feed multi. Oh, Kenny, yeah, lock it in, Eddie. See, lock it in, Eddie. What's he? I think he's. I think he's got one of the best up and down short games that I've seen in a long time. And for Australia, I'll be more than more than happy to be more than happy. Me. Well, more, that's more more than happy. I my golfing knowledge goes about as far as Kui. Um, so, look, I'm I'm more than happy to uh, put C Smith, not the hooker from Melbourne Storm. No, no, the golfer with the mullet, the glorious mullet. I'm happy to put him top 10, $2.10, and add him into our six-leg multi. Yeah, like uh, it. And that's covering three codes. I reckon uh, I reckon we might be on here. And, Water, you said it before, but we might not have to work after the end of this week. Just saying. Just saying. Calling sick start, Monday, boys. Oh, oh we're going to be more than sick. We're going to be sick puppies. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Mm. Could be a big session down the Shark Tank Sunday. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Rolling and Northeast will close. Ugh, mm. Don't tempt me. All right, lads. Well, if you're happy with that, that is the US Masters Golfing Edition wrapped up. We're going to roll straight in to the ponies, which is all of our bread and butter. The boys are stepping up. We're going to split it thirds, and we're all going to try and offer uh, a little bit of something Sit tight. We're going to have Caulfield Ramwick reviews, previews, I should say, coming right up. He revved up, then came Tavachi from Voodoo Lad. Darren's out very deep. Chautauqua still last. Fell swoop goes up the inside of Russian Revolution. Stride for stride, fell swoop, Russian Revolution. English comes off heels, and the mare is starting to let down. English goes after fell swoop. Russian Revolution's run his race further back to Voodoo Lad. It's English and fell swoop fighting it out. Chautauqua very late. It's English a half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. 
Chautauqua makes it three in a row. That is unbelievable. He got up to beat English and fell. We move on from the F1 with Kenny into the ponies. Diggo's not here to give his professional punning advice, which is uh, every time I seem to engage with him, never seems to come up trumps. But the three of us, we're going to a little bit of brains trust. We're going to put it all together. And we're going to try and pick you a winner for the weekend. There's some racing at Caulfield and Randwick. That's what we're going to be looking at. It's uh, especially up in Sydney. It's going to be a wet, heavy 10. Uh, it's just going to play a little bit of havoc throughout the fields. There's some uh, juicy group one racing race eight at Randwick. And boys, I'm just going to start off with my tip. Uh, race eight at Randwick, number nine, Animo. Now, this oh, just yeah. this may be the best best horse in the country. Dare I say? Um, you got Think It Over. You got Mount Popper. Both love the track and trip. Very elegant in there. He'll peak here, but uh, he loves Randwick, especially the two thousand meters. I am jumping on number nine, Animo, four dollars eighty. I'm going to jump. Oh, it's blown out since I last saw. I'm jumping on that. Wassel, you're a little bit of a betting man. Uh, what are you? What are you liking at Randwick across the day? Keep in mind man, it is going day, to be wet. It is going to be wet. Day two of the championships this weekend at Randwick. I'm. The horse we did go tipped last week, Ice Bath, ran a very, very good race of odds last week, ran third. Um, carries 57 this week. Uh, it's around the $5.50 mark. Uh, Kira McAvoy steers. Ridden the horse before. Um, it has uh, ran previously uh, on the heavy at Ramick last week and um, did quite a, quite a decent job to finish just behind Mr. Brightside. Um, yeah, I'm very happy to stick with uh, Ice Bath in race nine um, in the Queen of the Turf Stakes at uh, Remick on Saturday. That is a nice bet, Andy. I'm just having a look at that now. That is um, – that's very nice. McAvoy on there in the saddle. Kenny, my boy, you also yeah, are not afraid yeah. of a bet or two. Yeah, NMO is going to be very hard to beat in that, in that uh, Queen Elizabeth Stakes. I look at that and then I look at very elegant. We've got Jay mm. Mack more on it, the best horse in the country. Yeah, it's it's a flip of a coin for me. I can't decide on that one. Um, if I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stick with very elegant only because it, it's just a, it's a proven. It is, isn't it? Proven mare and yeah, J Mack solid. Two dollars ninety two, very elegant. Compared yeah. to the 480 of anime, ridden by Barry. It's, uh, look, that is a, a little non-horse race. I like these short, small group, you know, not many horses yeah. in here. Everyone's a chance. Yeah. You know, you yeah. look at it, think it over. Mount Popper, like, Mount Popper, $101. Ridden by Pikey. Oh. Oh. Isn't that just a narrative? Kenny, yes. Of I've got a I've got a good tip for all our golfing supporters. Is that Randwick. right? Oh, is yeah. that right? Talk what yeah. race? Ramwick, race seven. Ooh, the sweeps. Number twelve. Tiger, Tiger. Oh, it's just the narrative, isn't it? It doesn't Moral. mind the wet. It doesn't mind the wet. 
I think it may dry up a little bit, maybe not. But at $41 and $10 place, oh, yeah. it's got some good form. Tiger, Tiger, race seven, number 12. There you go, folks. Wow. That is, that is a narrative if I've ever seen. Tiger coming back for the Masters. Tiger, Tiger at long odds. Boys, Caulfield is also on this weekend. Do we have anything down there? Wassel? Uh, no, all my interest has been um, up in Sydney, to be honest, Toots. Um, haven't had a, a chance to have a look at the fields at Caulfield. Um, did have a you know, little interest today. Um, but no, I haven't had a haven't had a chance to have a look. Um, I'm sure there'll be sh- some sort of mail come through closer to the weekend that uh, will be across our social channels um, once if he I, goes back on deck. If I can give you any mail, and mind you, oh, this you is got coming. Some, have you got some? You got something for us, to I look something has just pinged across my desk from the fax machine. You're more of you're more of a Mooney Valley man, aren't you? Oh, look, I don't mind a little Friday night dabble under lights, but. Caulfield, punters, for everyone listening, race nine, number 11, Paperboy, $6 each way all day. It has been absolutely airborne since it's joined its new stables out there at the bed goods. And they are a super stable, that. They are working out of Victoria. Marvellous group out there. Really, really good stuff. He's had five starts at Caulfield for the 1400, and he's had a 5-1-2-0. Look, if, if there's anything I'm going to bet on at Caulfield, it's going to be this. Race nine, I'll repeat, race nine, number 11, paper boy. You've got to go each way all day. Now, in the words of our man that's not here tonight, Dicko, bet until it hurts if – your sphincter does not quiver and tighten and your heart skip a beat as the gates open for race nine. You have not, you've clearly not put enough on. So look, there's going to be some feedback. I know there's going to be some feedback from some loose punters that think I've got no idea, but this is just come across my desk, hop on, Get on with the loose head and feed. I don't want to look. I don't want to go as far as saying I'm going to add it to the multi, but this this horse is something. Kenny, son, anything down in the Victorian tracks for the weekend? I don't know. I don't have any picks apart from Ferrari and Red Bull. Oh, there's Melbourne tips. Scooter, I don't right? have any horsey, but it, it, get out there, watch it. There's some broom brooms, loud, loud noises. Exactly right. Uh, Saturday should yeah. be for qualifying F1. Yep. Saturday qualifying, um, 3 p.m. Sunday live. Tune in. On what channel? Because you're not going to tune in to the NRL. <laughs> oh, there's a couple of uh, – Comes from a couple of old Melissa Woos, the old dive. Uh, uh, a couple it's, of shit it's games. Good. It's good that the the F1, because I lost love for the F1 about four, uh, three, four years ago, but I loved it growing up and they've brought the whole concept back 
where there's at least three or four different winners. So agreed, yeah, agreed. Watch it. If if you don't want to watch the race, watch the grid, and you can watch some pretty grid girls with some umbrellas and yeah. Oh, they'll need their brollies. Absolutely, it's going to be pissing down, pissing down right across the eastern seaboard. Oh, lads! All right, well we've we've somehow managed to scrape through the racing and the ponies without Deco. It's it's easy as that. You just listen to uh, Toots's rogue bets, Caulfield and Ranwick, the boys. Broom, it's broom. it's all yeah, broom broom with Kenny. We'll uh, just before we wrap it all up for this week. It's uh, we haven't forgotten. It's the uh, the Toots Wayne. Now there's been some controversy. I may I may have had a little blowout over the, on the weekend, but. There is, uh, there's been some revelations on the scales that have been in use for the first three rounds, and I can confirm there is a, uh, a plus minus of 2.5 kilos. Uh, don't worry about the minus, pretty much the plus. Uh, so all those 95 kilo weigh-ins, you can pretty much count them as 97s, 97.5, but that still is falling under the 100 kilo bracket. However, if you were in... Contact with our social media earlier this week, you would see if I came in within half a kilo of 100, money back, oh, guarantee. No blowouts. No blowouts, Kenny. What do you reckon? Wassel? Oh, oh, all in blowouts. Oh, <laughs> Kenny, he's, he's gone again. Made the mistake last week, didn't back me. Yeah, I've, I'm, the roof. I've, been, I've been sticking with you lately with the unders and I, I know you've – You've been treating yourself a little bit on night shift and oh. a few Krispy Kremes and a few uh, oh. twenties and chocolate. Hashtag down on Thursday, milk. boys. <laughs> did those Uber Eats get to your door? Did they? <laughs> People are starting to ask questions. Kenny, to put it lightly. But um, no, I'm confident. I'm I'm all about the unders this week. I'll, unders. I'll back you, mate. I've got you. I've got you. Tell us. All right, boys. I I just clocked in. 98.9. So, look. Yes. Oh, and the Wassel oh, scrapes in by 1.1 I want a photo. Kilo. I want a photo. He wants – Kenny wants evidence. It's huge. He doesn't back me. I'm on the up. I'm worried. Yeah. The waistline getting – I'll tell you what, boys. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're on the up. You're on, you're on your way to 40. 40 sides. The last time I was a 40 waist, though, <laughs> Wardy or no, I had to buy 40, period. They were Euro 40s, not US 40s. They were Euro 40s, though, and that was in uh, made. Manchester in uh, 2017, I think it was, Andy. Um, <laughs> how's this, Kenny, for a little story? This is a little treat off the cusp. Walked into uh, England's version of Grace Brothers or DJs or Tajay. And I just needed a pair of pants because, believe it or not, I blew out the fucking seam. <laughs> Dancing in the club to a little bit of Ed Sheeran. Um, a little uh, little drop and just blew out the guts. I walked into the shop. I went, 34s will do. Um, didn't obviously take into account. I'd been in Europe and on tr- travel diet for the last three and a half weeks. 34s didn't get past my knees. Walked back to the uh, <laughs> walked back, got the 36s. They made it about halfway up my thigh. <laughs> 38s. I walked back and got the 38s. They, I, I had to suck out all the air out of my lungs just to get the button in. I went, Jesus Christ. I went, 
walked back, found the – I had to ask for the 40s. I had to go out the back and get them. 40s. I didn't even bother trying them on. I was like, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not having a fourth go going into the uh, try-on little cubicle. Oh, 40s, hey. bang, straight to the uh, counter, purchase, put them on when I got home. And, um, yeah, they were tight. But I've still got them and Big they're packing. loose. They're very loose now. Oh, Big Brad Hog. I wouldn't go that far, Kenny. Punters, if you are still listening, if you've made it this far, do leave some feedback in our uh, in our DMs or our email, our, our team email, and we'll rattle off again. Andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W, dot, yes, dot, Wardrop, W-A-R-D-R-O-P, at Gmail, baby. Not hotmail, gmail.com. If you have any feedback, if you have any rubbish, we don't quite have a phone number yet where you can leave filthy voicemails. Perhaps that might be a little task for next week. Oh, no, I've, I've, got, I've got a number. Oh. 1-800-J-J-C-L-A-R-K-E. He does not have a personal phone number, does he? No. No, yeah. maybe. Yeah. All right, punters, that wraps up our show. We've done the weigh-in. We've done the AFL, the NRL, the golf, the F1, the ponies. And as you just heard, puts unders again this week. Oh, I can't believe it either. We'll leave you there. Thank you for tuning in. We're the Loose Head and Feed on behalf of Kenny, Wuss and myself, Toots, and Dicko at home. Thank you, and we'll see you again. Bye for now.